Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome one and all to game time here on a Thursday. It is game day Thursday uh, as we get you ready for high school football and for the Dallas Cowboys season opener. Tom Barfield at Waco ISD Stadium. Ward White and Aaron Sexton in our in our studios over on Bagby and uh, our Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios. And we, we're also joined by, by Mike from uh, the Waco Humane Society. Mike, uh, let, let's begin with you. Tell me what's going on at the Humane Society. We got our big uh, Clear the Shelters event uh, coming up again this Saturday. Uh, we're going to be doing free adoptions for that event. Um, we cleared out a lot of dogs last weekend. We got down to, I think, 89 dogs, which is uh, hardly any dogs. Um, but we're starting to fill back up again. Um, <clears throat> so if you're looking for a new dog, we, we're be doing that event, uh, like I said, uh, this Saturday from 10 to 5. It's a nationwide event, and uh, we'd really love to see you come out and check out some of the awesome dogs we have. So we were busting at the seams, what, last week, like 139, 140 animals. H- how, did, how, did you, how did you move so many animals and find them, find them homes? Really, it was just, you know, we made a plea to the community, and the community stepped up like they always do for us. Um, you know, that, that Wednesday when we made the initial plea, we had about uh, 30 dogs leave within the next two hours after making it. Um, and then it kind of, the, the steam just kept, kept on rolling. You know, we kept Thursday, there was more dogs, Friday was more dogs and Saturday we had a big event and we got a bunch of dogs out. And so, you know, we're down to under hundred dogs right now, which is, you know, really awesome. And, uh, you know, we'd love to see literally clear the shelters, have no dogs left in the shelter come Saturday. So to tell us about the event one more time and, and where's it, is it going to take place at the, at the, the shelter or where's it going to take place? Yes, sir. So it'll be take place at the shelter. Uh, it's just an, a nationwide clear shelter event. So every shelter in America is doing it this weekend and, uh, we'll be doing the free adoptions and, um, you know, we've got a lot now of, now when you really, say, when you say ahead. free adoptions, tell me what, what that, that all entails. So that, that entails, um, when you get adopt a dog from the humane society, that dog will come spayed or neutered. It'll come with a microchip and a rabies shot and all its current vaccinations. Um, so typically it's a $50, uh, adoption fee. Um, but when we waive that, you pay absolutely nothing, uh, and you get a, a, a wonderful dog. Sounds like a winner. And again, the, uh, the day it's coming up this Saturday. Is that right? Yes, sir. Sounds good, Mike. Hey, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. That is Mike Gray from the, uh, humane society. And again, Hey, Ward, that's pretty cool. They had 140 dogs, and, and then they, they run the program in, in the free adoption program, and they get it down to about 90 dogs. So that's, uh, that's, that's getting it done. That's moving some animals and finding them some homes. That's outstanding. And having that opportunity for them to be able to have an, op, a, a, an animal find a home, that's the most important thing. And, it, you know, you, you, you worry about those animals, and we talked about it, you and I did. That was a – extraordinary amount of dogs that they had just a couple of weeks ago and i'm so mm-hmm. glad that they the community stepped up and helped those animals out 
All right, so that's uh, that's going on this Saturday. So if you get a chance, if uh, if you're looking for a a new friend, then uh, go to the Waco Humane Society and you can adopt an animal absolutely free, spayed, neutered, get the the microchip, the whole nine yards. So pretty good stuff. All right, so on the program today, we're going to continue talking a lot of high school football, a lot of college football. Of course, the Cowboys open tonight, so we'll get into that. We've got uh, R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys going to be on the program today. Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald. I think they are working on a big story. For uh, is I think it's tomorrow's paper as they get ready for the new look Big Twelve, and uh, then uh, Brandon Saliz is going to talk some Texas Tech football with us uh, again. Ward, I'm going to go back and tell you that beating Houston on the road, I thought was was a huge huge win to start the season for the Red Raiders. Oh, I think it is too. And you look at Matt Wells and what he's been trying to do and, and get this thing turned around. And and look, it's it's a uh... State of emergency, I guess, is the best way to put it for Matt Wells. He's got to find a way to get it done in Lubbock this season because of the fact that the backside of him is very, very hot. So if he can do that in a win like that to start off the season, I don't know that it cools things off, Tom, but I think it kind of eases things, and they have to keep that moving forward. Now, the biggest thing is what do they do in the Big 12? But if mm-hmm. they go and lose that game in Houston, oh, boy, it, it's going to get very, very loud in Lubbock. You know, look, the Red Raiders should start 3-0. They got Stephen F. coming to town and then FIU uh, on the 18th. Then it's two road games, and you know this as well as I. Uh, They're going to Austin to play the Longhorns, and then they go to West Virginia. That may be the most difficult trip for a number of reasons. Going into Morgantown is just tough. First of all, you don't go into Morgantown a lot of times. You, you fly into different places, then you have to bust down, and it, it's just not an easy, an easy get to. And then you, so you, but you know, the scheduling uh, makers have 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 the Red Raiders on the road for the first two ball games. Not not an easy start in conference play for Texas Tech. No, neither one of those are going to be an easy ask for them to go into Austin and play uh, a team that's kind of surging a little bit right now and a lot of mm-hmm. hopes for the Longhorns. And then you're right. Morgantown is a very tough place to play. And it doesn't matter if it's day or night. Uh, that's just a loud stadium. Uh, it's not a, a huge stadium, but it gets very, very loud and – a lot of teams have problems there. Let's face it. I mean, we've seen some good teams go into Morgantown, and you go, what happened there? Well, it's it's Morgantown. That's what yep. happened. That's exactly right. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that with Brandon Salise. We've got the grab bag hopefully coming up this afternoon. So a lot of things on the table here for us to get into on this uh, on this Thursday afternoon. Let's begin with a quick note about high school football. Uh, the uh, The West and Blooming Grove game – has been postponed and uh, no, it hasn't. It's been canceled. Let me let me re- let me re- rephrase that. It's been canceled, and that's very unfortunate. But uh, Coach Woodard, I just got off the phone with Coach Woodard within the the last thirty forty five minutes. They found a game, Ward. Uh, they've been it, they've been moving and, and kind of getting some things done. They're going to play Orange Grove, and they're going to play Orange Grove on Saturday afternoon to, uh, uh, this Saturday afternoon at one o'clock. At uh, Shelton Stadium in Buda, you know, so Orange Grove down what near Cor- uh, Corpus, I think. Yes, exactly. You got uh, West out of the Greater Waco Central Texas area, so they're going to meet. Uh, they're going to meet uh, just south of Austin, down there around Buda at the uh, Shelton Stadium, and, and get a game played. And, and you know what? I, I, it, I'm sad, sad, sad for Bloom and Grove because they're not going to get to play. But very excited for Coach uh, 
for Coach Woodard and the West Trojans that they will get a game in this week and continue their their, their preparation as they get ready for uh, for district competition. Well, it's extremely important that they get that opportunity to play that game because of the fact that, you know, I was talking to my dad last night a little bit, and they just found a game, him and my brother. They had their game canceled for the second time this season because of COVID. Well, they got on the horn and started calling around. They're traveling to San Antonio to play a game tomorrow night just because of the fact you cannot replicate game condition and you have to get into game condition before you get into district play and just being out there whether you're overmatched or not that goes a long way so being able to get out there and play on a Friday night means a lot to these teams trying to get ready for district play yeah you're you're 100 percent correct and you know who wants to go to work all week and then not get a paycheck? And, and well, sure. the, paycheck, the paycheck for these high school kiddos that are practicing is that game on Friday night. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that's such a huge letdown to know that you did everything that you could possibly do. You're going across and, and doing whatever protocols are being asked of you to do and, and working your tail off, getting ready, and maybe it's uh, just having the scout team Maybe you're a part of that and you're a JV guy or, you know, the varsity guy going against the scout team all week long and then come up on Wednesday or Thursday and they say, well, it's not going to happen. I mean, that's a huge, huge disappointment. Oh, it's a punch in the gut. There's no question about it. All right, uh, it is uh, nine minutes after four, 11 minutes after four, rather, 4-11. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Baylor-Texas Southern game, and we're going to kind of get some thoughts on what uh, what we anticipate or could, or could expect in that football game. We'll do that for you in just a couple of minutes. We'll also have some uh, some audio from uh, from Coach Aranda. I, I had a, an exclusive one-on-one with Coach Aranda on Monday, and, and – uh, just some audio that was I, I found to be kind of, I went back and listened to it and I said you know that, that really is interesting so uh, we'll, we'll dive into that coming up in just a few minutes but right now I want to remind you that our four o'clock hour is brought to you by good feet in the central Texas marketplace and you know if uh, if you got back aches or maybe your knees hurt or your hips hurt and you're like what what is going on it may not be your back or your knees it may be your arches it may be your arch support in you can, you can find out in a hurry by going to Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace. The, first of all, the, the consultation and the fitting is absolutely free. What they provide is a total body wellness program, a premier pain relief product, and in, 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 in structural support to, to really re, kind of realign how you walk. That's what they told me. They told me I was walking a little gotcha if you will and so uh you know so i'm i'm in the uh, i'm in the uh, the program as uh, as well so uh, you know structural support and you know this is a this is their their products are patented and, and and for good reason they got 350 different sizes 25 different styles and you know yeah they'll take a walk in they'll take an appointment but i'm telling you the the consultation and the information that you're going to get is absolutely free, and it, it. I mean, you're you're like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I mean, it really, it is a cool thing to go through. They're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday, from ten to six. Sundays from noon until five. We're talking about good feet in the Central Texas marketplace. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for another very comfortable night with mostly clear skies. Low temperatures fall to 63 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow looking pretty good. 94 degrees. The high again looks great for high school football Friday night and Saturday mostly sunny with a high of 96. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Now beginning at 7 p.m. Join us Wednesday, not from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell and football coach Dave Aranda. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for outside or inside your home or office. Western art and pictures to hang on the wall. Purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. They offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. It's the world's best Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Your goals, your future, your dreams. These things are none of our business. Your symptoms, your work from home sweatpants, and whatever you are searching for at 1.15 a.m., that's really none of our business. Because your life is private. And unlike other tech companies, we think your internet should be too. Oh, who's that from? Ah, that's none of our business either. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. Big 12 presidents meet on Friday to officially invite BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and Central Florida to join the conference. BYU, the only school of the four to not yet take steps to accept the invitation. The NFL season starts tonight with the Cowboys facing the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas beginning at 6 o'clock. The Astros gave a game back in the American League West race, losing to Seattle 8-5. They host the Angels for a three-game series this weekend. The Rangers have won four straight after a sweep of the Diamondbacks, 8-5 to five yesterday. They finished their swing out west with three games against Oakland starting Friday. There's high school football tonight in Central Texas. Waco High hosts Colleen in a non-district battle, and the game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas starting at 6.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 17 minutes after four. 417, Tom Ward and Aaron. We're glad you're with us. Aaron and Ward in the uh, in the studios, the uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, and we are here at Waco ISD Stadium. We will have Waco and the Colleen Kangaroos uh, tonight uh, here on ESPN Central Texas and on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. We will have the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll get into that game a little later on. we got R.J. Achoa coming up here in about 15 minutes to uh, talk about Dallas and Tampa Bay and, and get his thoughts on that one. Uh, as far as the uh, the Bears, and, uh, and, and oh, by the way, don't forget, Saturday, 10 to noon, I will be broadcasting live from Diamore Fine Jewelers. It is the uh, 7th Annual First Responders Appreciation Day, and uh, that's at 4541 West Waco Drive. Police officers, firefighters, EMTs, dispatchers, you come by and the first 100 to attend will receive free dog tag and chain gift set, free uh, beef cattle company signature sliders, uh, Bernard uh, Beef Cattle Company signature sliders, free croissant donuts from uh, a huge donut tower that they're going to have there. That's <laughs> It may be huge until I get there. Uh, and, and then uh, free caps and swag while supplies last. Should be a great time as uh, – as a token of appreciation, Diamore Fine Jewelers will be honoring the uh, the uh, first act, 100 active McLennan County first responders in attendance with that special gift and lunch. So stop by. It uh, should be a lot of fun, and uh, we'll be there broadcasting live from 10 until noon, and that will be coming up this Saturday at Diamore Fine Jewelers. All right, uh, Ward, the, uh, the Bears are going to welcome in Texas Southern for their home opener. And it's the first in in this series and the first meeting between these two programs. Look, this is a game that the Bears are supposed to win, right? I mean, so if you're you're sitting in Dave Aranda's chair, obviously winning the game is is part of the equation. But what are some of the other things you might look for in this first home opener? And, and for me, I want to see the development of the quarterback continue to develop as the leader of the football team. Yeah, I think that's right. You need to see that. You also need to see, you know, how do they come out of the locker room? How how do they start the game? Do you start fast? Uh, do you start not making the middle mistakes? Do you do the things that, that you're expected to do? Because those will carry over into bigger games. And just because it's an opponent that you pretty well know and everybody's telling you that you should beat, you still have to do things the right way. And, you know, that goes back to even – uh, the week before the season started when he was talking about we're going to do game week. Well, th- this is the same thing. You're still going through doing things exactly like you would as if you're playing for a conference championship or you're just playing another Saturday afternoon game. You, you, can't, do, you can't approach games differently, if you know what I mean. And so being able to come out of the locker room, take care of business, and just go about your business and, and not have a, a mental letdown because you're up 14 points, 21 points, whatever it might be. You still have to go out there and stay crisp throughout the ball game, no matter if it's your ones, twos, or even threes on the field. So, and, you know, there's not a whole lot that is known about Texas Southern. Uh, you know, we know that, you know, that in, under uh, Coach Clarence McKinney, who's in his third year, uh, they're 1-13. and 13, And, of course, you know, last year just we all know that you can just basically – trash last season but so there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of unknown when it comes to what 
the Tigers are going to do when they come to Waco. And, and again, I had a sit down. I had a one on one with uh, Coach uh, Coach Aranda on on Monday, and I asked him. I said, "Is this still about your football team as opposed to your opponent?" And, and he had he had some interesting thoughts. Yeah, I think you know um, we have to establish what um, a Monday looks like, what a Tuesday feels like, what a Wednesday expectation is like. And we really have to, you know, the things that we do in practice, right, that's how we're going to play in a game. And so, like, the, the energy, edge, and execution that are showing up on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's what we're putting in to Saturday. And I feel like, um, you know, those th- whenever you're doing – whenever you're – you're kind of starting out, and I still feel, to a degree, we're starting out here. The emphasis is on the process, and so um, you know um, that's going to be a big piece, especially with a with an opponent that we're still learning and is is still working out its own process, right? So when things are aren't aren't as clear as they could be on that end, we got to be really clear on ours. It was just what you said, Ward. It's about the process. It's about what they do right now as much as it's about the opponent. Now, I'm not saying that they're not going to game plan Texas Southern. They're not going to get ready for Texas Southern, you know, based off of all, all of the information that they get. But it's still about learning your football team, identifying your, your football team, getting to know your football team, your team's personality and identity, and how you go through things. Now that you know, now that you're not just meeting once or twice a week, and and that's the way you have to approach it. I think. I mean, you you can't go out there with the idea of, well, we're going to skate through this week, and then we're going to look forward to next week and, and get ready for Kansas coming in and 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 having an opportunity to play a Big Twelve football game. You do that, and you don't accomplish anything. I, even if you win the football game you still don't accomplish what you needed to accomplish. You don't get a good, true look at your football team. And and in these type of games, that's what you have to get. You have to get a true look at your football team. Again, this is a team, just like I said last week, you should out-athlete this team. There's no question about it. But you better come ready to play still. You know, and I was thinking, look, Baylor's third non-conference game of the year is down in the middle of the season against BYU. And, 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 and to me, that's okay if you have are in your fifth year of the program and everybody knows exactly what the expectations are from the coaches, from the players, everything. You're, you're still kind of putting all this together because last year was the first year of the program under Dave Aranda, and then you had the COVID situation. We all know. I don't want to rehash all that. But it is almost, in in a lot of cases, starting over, yet you're not getting that third non-conference game early, uh, like like the Red Raiders are, for example. They're playing three non-cons before they go into league play. Baylor's only got the two before they hit the road for conference play. Uh, You know, it it is what it is from a schedule-wise, but uh, schedule aspect, but you would, I, I think you would kind of like to have had that third non-conference game bumped up early in the year. Maybe so. I mean, I, I think it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. I, I agree with you that, you you know, being early in a program, you might want that. But you also have to look at where it is in the schedule, too. That may be beneficial for them because of some things that they need to correct or some things they need to look at or some, you know, some players that need to heal up. And, and you have that opportunity because it is a non-conference game. Well, and I'll tell you this, I mean, in, in, 
look, I, they may not throw the ball 25 yards down the field, but I got a funny feeling that, that Baylor will come out, and I'll bet you early on in the football game that they try to stretch the field a little bit. That was one of the things they did not get done against Texas State, and I really believe that Coach Grimes and that offensive staff want to want to extend the field, if you know what I mean. They want to stretch the field a little bit and see if they can't get uh, Gary into some kind of rhythm with the deep ball. Look, he was, what, 15 and 24, but he only threw for 148 yards. Everything was, was short and intermediate. They didn't, they didn't get that big, they didn't get the big home run uh, in the football game, and I bet they try to get that done early. Well, I, I think they probably will. They'll first try to establish the line of scrimmage, get the running game going, because that's the way this offense is built. But they do want to take the top off when they have the opportunity. And, and I, I expect to see them, you know, early in the ball game, take a couple of shots and, and just let him get comfortable. Now, they may go a swing pass or a short in route to, to start him off just to kind of cool him down uh, from pregame and, and get him into the game. But after that, They'll probably take the top off just to say, hey, we're going to have to do this, so you better get used to doing it. All right, so the Bears and the uh, Tigers coming up 6 o'clock on Saturday evening, and coverage will begin with uh, with all of us out there at 2 o'clock, kind of getting you geared up. And then and then uh, Derek Smith and the network coverage begins at 4 o'clock. J-Mo and J.J. and Ricky with the call at uh, 6 o'clock on Saturday right here on your flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. When we come back, we're going to uh, welcome in R.J. Ochoa to the program. R.J. is from Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, and we'll get his thoughts as the Cowboys and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers kick off the NFL season at 7 o'clock uh, tonight from uh, – from Tampa, and we'll have the coverage beginning at 6 p.m. on our sister station, uh, Fox Sports Central Texas. But right now, we're going to talk a second about Shorty's Pizza Shack. Shorty's Pizza Shack is located at 12th and Bagby, right uh, right off the Baylor campus. And, man, if you've never had it, you owe it to yourself to check out Shorty's Pizza Shack. The the, the pizza is unreal. The, the dough's made fresh daily. The marinara is homemade. The toppings, let's talk about the toppings for just a second. Those toppings are made in-house. There's no artificial uh, additives. There's no filler. Uh, there's none of that stuff. No artificial flavoring. It's just pure food, and it is outstanding. They've been in business since 2011, and, man, they also have great wings and chili dogs, just all kinds of comfort food, but I, I think for me, you can't go wrong ordering their pizza. It is uh, it is New York style pizza. You can buy it by the slice, or you can buy a, a 14 inch pie or an 18 inch pie. And of course, Shorty's is also proud to serve locally brewed craft beers in the can or on draft by the pint or by the half pitcher. You know, grab a cold one, get a slice of pizza. Sit out on the patio and watch the Cowboys tonight. You can do that at Shorty's Pizza Shack. Again, uh, they're at 12th and Bagby. If you want to call in an order, maybe you got some friends coming over to your place and you want to have a, a couple of pizzas uh, to serve and, and get ready for the football game, it's 254-235-2646. It's 235-2646 for Shorty's Pizza Shack. 
recently on the John Moore Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they conducted themselves. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another. Uh, uh, high character, speak highly at Baylor University. So as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor, our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Come as you are and enjoy food you won't forget at Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley's Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park. Oakley's Rustic Grill features burgers, baskets, and po' boys, plus a Monday through Friday lunch special. One entree, two sides for $8.99. Try the buffalo mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese topped with buffalo fried chicken tenders. Or the Big Tex Burger, brisket and a chuck patty topped with cheddar cheese, applewood smoked bacon, onions, pickles, and barbecue sauce. Oakley Shuck and Shack features fresh seafood, grilled cheese, and more. They have lobster served three different ways, plus Gulf and Blue Point oysters and oysters Rockefeller. A great place to refuel before or after the game, and you won't have to wait an hour to be served. Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park, 17th and LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Open at 11 every day except Sunday. Climate-controlled inside seating is available. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. 
Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. Welcome back into the program. This is game time, and our uh, 4 o'clock hour is a service of Good Feet. See what Good Feet can do for you with a free arch support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. All right, the Cowboys and Tampa Bay coming up at uh, 7 o'clock tonight. Our uh, pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas begins at 6 o'clock, and we're joined now by R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. R.J., a lot of conversation, obviously, about Dak, a lot of conversation about Zeke. But let's talk defense first. Uh, talk to me about uh, this new defense uh, and the new defensive coordinator and what the scheme should look like against Tampa and, and just how you think this defense is going to play tonight. Well, it's great to be with you guys. Happy Dallas Cowboys start the season undefeated day to you all. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's, um, it's obviously a tall task tonight. I mean, they're going up against Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, the reigning world champions. I mean, there's a lot to this, um, and it's, it's difficult. I mean, there's no question this, when we look back on it, this will have been one of the more difficult games of the season for the Cowboys. And I think, you know, I, I think the key is to kind of let the game come to them. I think that defensively it's, it's about pressure. It's about kind of the football cliches, you know, keeping things in front of you, forcing turnovers. But, you know, those things sound like really obvious small data points, but those are things that the Cowboys defense wasn't able to do last year. And that was why the offense, you know, wound up in so many situations where they were just kind of behind the eight ball continually. And I think that, you know, that's that's what this game comes down to. You have to accept that you're not going to pitch a shutout. You're not going to hold this team to 10 points or less. You're going to have to pick and choose your opportunities. You're going to have to give your offense opportunities. So I think that's that's kind of how I view this thing. The Cowboys defense needs to do their job of, of giving their offense chances to win the game. Do you think it's imperative for tonight's game that the Cowboys offense try to stay as balanced as they possibly can to just try to – keep that clock moving with the running game and then take the shots when they get them? You know, I, I don't subscribe to that a ton. Um, I mean, there's there's value to the run game and there's there's value to, you know, milking the clock and there's value to dominating time of possession. But I think that's just trying to thread too fine of a needle. And I think that that's also taking the ball out of the hands of the best player on your team. I mean, you know, Zach Prescott's more than capable and tonight's going to be a lot of fun to see him back in action. But you know, and I'm not saying that you've got to throw the ball 40 times to win this game either, but I think that, you know, the whole playbook's open to the Cowboys offense. And I, and I think they have to accept, you know, you're not, there's not going to be that, that classic drive that, you know, it goes 12 plays, picks up, you know, 83 yards and wipes out nine minutes and 13 seconds off the game clock. It's, you're going to have to, you know, this is a 21st birthday. You know what I mean? Like you're showing up to, to take some shots with the, with the birthday, you know, birthday boy, birthday girl. Uh, and you've got to kind of accept that. You can't show up and say like, oh, you know, like I'll just have water. Tonight. You know, that's, that's not the kind of game that this is going to be. So you have to, you know, you have to be able to run, you know, with the horses and, and to kind of have your horses be let loose a little bit. So what do you expect from Dak Prescott? I, I, again, we never, we, we never saw him in preseason. Uh, he's, he's had the shoulder and he's had the ankle. I mean, what, what's, what's a fair expectation for, for Dak tonight? You know, I think, I, I mean, this sounds lame and this sounds cliche, but I think just efficiency. Uh, like I said, you know, Dak doesn't need to throw 40 times a game, and he doesn't need to be a hero, and I don't think that's ever been his M.O., but he doesn't need to, you know, scramble for first downs or anything. It's a long game. It's a long season. So, you know, you can't win the Super Bowl 
in week one. And, you know, the saying is you can lose it, whatever. I mean, this game will be consequential when we look back on it in January. I think both these teams, I think y'all think they're probably going to win their division. So this game will be critical for season, uh, for seeding in the conference and whatnot. But I think for Dak, it's, it's just let the game come to you. I mean, he, he's that talented of a player that I think he can kind of digest and assess what's happening in front of him and react to it. And I think that, you know, so many people have talked about the continuity on the Bucks. You know, they're all their offensive and defensive starters returning from the Super Bowl. The continuity is there for the Cowboys. I know Zach Martin's not playing in this game, obviously, but but outside of that, these are all starters that Dak is familiar with. This is an offense he's familiar with, an offensive coordinator, a head coach. You know, all that you know, new couch, new car smell has finally faded off. And you know, I, I think it's difficult to to imagine he's going to come out and throw for 350 yards. But I think he's going to do what the Cowboys need him to do and and be wise with the football and not turn it over. And that's how you win games like this. Do you expect Tom Brady to maybe up the tempo a little bit, go some no huddle early in this ball game, just to throw Dallas's defense off and and keep this young defense from being able to communicate? That wouldn't shun, or, or stun me. I was going to say shun. I hope I'm not shunned. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, Tom Brady's the, the brightest player to ever play this game. He's the most talented player to ever play this game. And so, I mean, the Cowboys defense has talent, has potential. But to your point, it's young. I mean, this is an incredibly young football team. You know, one of the best players on their defense is a rookie, is playing in his first NFL game. And so, you know, I think it's hard to, to kind of play – you know, Bobby Wagner and throw tricks at him that he hasn't seen before. But, you know, Micah Parsons is more susceptible to that as, as he's a lot more raw during his time in the NFL. And so I think, you know, you, you can plan for this game all you want. And, and obviously the Cowboys have known it's going to be the Bucks for a very long time. And, you know, you can have that set. You can have your, you know, your first 20 plays scripted or whatever on offense. But ultimately it does become a reactionary game. And I think Tom Brady is the master at putting people in situations that they're not comfortable with. Yeah. I'm sorry, talking with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. R.J., uh, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, that you can't win the championship in game one, and that's a great point, particularly now. It'll be interesting to see how they manage this 17-game schedule as opposed to 16. And, you know, when you look at the Cowboys, they got Tampa tonight, and then they got the Chargers next week. They've got two really difficult games to start the season. This team could be 0-2 and still be right in there in a good position to win the division. Yeah, and that really is such a great point. And, you know, that could happen. You know, next week, all the programming on all the national shows will be about every team that started off the season 0-1. And the playoff odds of starting the season off 0-2, there are very few teams in NFL history that start off 0-2 and have success. The 93 Cowboys were the first team in NFL history to win the Super Bowl after starting off 0-2. 2007 Giants did it. I mean, it's, it's been done, but it is extremely rare. And so that's why people throw it out. To your point, this is a 17-game season. But I think that, the you know, I've, I've looked at the Cowboys schedule a billion different ways, up and down. You know, I've Rubik's Cubed it and shaped it up and stuff. And the most important detail is this is a quarterback league, and that's why the Cowboys are always going to be a solid team, regardless of who's on it, if they have Dak Prescott. And if you look at the opposing quarterbacks they play, you're right. Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, that's tough cookies. Nobody's going to lie to you on that. But after that, it's Jalen Hurts. It's Teddy Bridgewater, it's Daniel Jones, it's Sam Darnold, it's Mac Jones, it's Kirk Cousins. I mean, you the first six games of the season feature eight, you know, quarterbacks where the best one outside of Brady and Herbert is maybe Kirk Cousins. And, you know, then they've got to play Matt Ryan and Patrick Mahomes. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit, you know, terrifying, obviously. But after that, it's Derek Carr, it's Jameis Winston, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's Daniel Jones, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. You get Kyler Murray there at the end, that's a little bit terrifying, too. And then you get Jalen Hurts. I mean, of the 17 games they play, 
I would venture to guess somewhere around 12 to 13 of the quarterbacks are in the bottom half, maybe even bottom third of the league. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, they might start the season off 0-2. I subscribe to the belief that there are, there are games you're supposed to win, there are games you're supposed to lose, and then there are coin flip games. I put this one next week's in the Kansas City game in that games you're supposed to lose box. If you can steal one of those, you know, because you're probably going to drop one you're supposed to win somewhere down the way. I mean, it, it makes the difference between being 10 and 7, 11 and 6, 12 and 5, and it really affects your overall season when you look back on it in the rearview mirror. You really don't want to have to blitz Tom Brady. Do you think they can get pressure on him with just the front four? Probably not. (laughs) You know, he's he's Tom Brady. I mean, and anything you think you can do, anything you think that you're outsmarting him with, I mean, he has seen before, he has examined before, he has beaten before. And so that's, you know, I I think a a really kind of strong foundational principle of mine for this game in particular is you can't get cute. I mean, it's, it's football, it's the NFL, you have a plan, believe in it, stick to it, but don't be throw that plan out the window if it's not working because he is Tom Brady. Talking with uh, R.J. Ochoa from Blog of the Boys here on ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, R.J., t- tell us a little bit about uh, your coverage tonight and, 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 and what your coverage will look like throughout the season. We're really excited. You know, we've, we've really put a strong emphasis um, on our YouTube audience this offseason. Uh, we've really enjoyed the, the kind of live events that we've been able to have over the offseason, things like the NFL draft, things like free agency and, and kind of the witching hours that come with it. And, the, you know, we, we really enjoyed hard knocks and had some post-show reactions. But uh, this season we're going to have post-game live shows on our YouTube channel. We'll podcast those as well, of course. But uh, we really enjoy, you know, what, what we believe at Blogging the Boys is, is we're kind of an extension of the fan. And, and we, we love to embrace that. And so – uh, we're a community of Dallas Cowboys fans that, that have this really wonderful thing in common that we all love and root for the same team. And so to be able to congregate, you know, and, and, and commiserate or, you know, celebrate whatever the case may be, it's a lot of fun. So we're really looking forward to those post-game shows. Our YouTube channel will be popping. Our podcast network will be popping. Uh, we'll have a ton of articles available always at blogandtheboys.com. And soon enough, I'm going to be hanging out with my guys, uh, you know, from Fox Sports Central Texas at George's or Fuego somewhere. You know, yes, those great yes. Come on. Hey, uh, RJ, who wins tonight? Real quick, I, 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 need your gut, I need your gut to tell me who wins tonight. You know, I really do believe that they'll be one and one through these first two games. And I can, I can see that going either way. Uh, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't go through the, the sludge of the offseason, the, the crap tunnel that Andy Dufresne went through just to get here and pick them to lose this game. So uh, I've got them uh, winning this game. I think that they, <laughs> at the very least, cover. I, I certainly don't think that uh, the over hits. I think it's still 55. I think it's week one, so there's a lot of rust on, on offenses. Uh, 27-23 Cowboys, and then tomorrow I am the most obnoxious person in the world with my <laughs> colleagues because nobody believes in the <laughs> RJ, thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Let's have a great season. See you later. RJ Ochoa from Blog of the Boys at ESPN San Antonio. Okay, so uh, a little Shawshank uh, reference there, guys. Yes. Did you catch that? Yes, I did. He is so much fun. So much yeah. fun. Yeah, you, but you, you've got to be, what, uh, 40-ish or above to, to really reference that? I mean, I don't know. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, Ward, I mean, the, the hits just keep on coming. I'm, I'm, uh, Curtis Quinlan from KCEN just just uh, posted that uh, uh, Harker Heights home opener tonight against Round Rock McNeil has been canceled uh, or called off due to a, a water main break at Leo Buckley Stadium. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I'm telling you, the hits just keep on coming around here, don't oh, they? Oh, no. 
So they're they're uh, they're working to identify another date. You know, maybe they can get it down on Saturday. Uh, that would be cool if they could find a way and a place to go play on Saturday and get that game played and let those kids get a get a football game played. So we'll see. But uh, that, I just saw that. Uh, uh, just glanced over at, at Twitter and saw Curtis had put that out there. So uh, there you go. All right, it is a 445. Stay with us. Up next, we've got the Ranger Roundup. You guys always poke fun at me when I tell you that they may not lose another one. Is this what the, the longest winning streak again, four games? It's tied the longest, yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, again, uh, so. Yeah, again, to, you're right. So, so, so number five, which is coming. It's the longest winning streak of the 2021 season. You think that I, happens? I, I, yes. I, I'm not sure that they lose another one with this oh. new this new rotation and, and the new faces uh, that uh, that they're penciling in. Manager of the year in Woody. And it's, I mean, look, they're charging. They're charging to the finish line. Not sure there's enough games left on the schedule. <laughs> mm. <laughs> to, to, you're not buying, are you? Well, I'm trying real hard, but. No, but it, it it sounds good. I mean, it does. It sounds yeah. great. But yeah, it's still the Rangers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, the Ranger Roundup is next on ESPN Central Texas. The McGregor Coaches Show with Mike Shields is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, Benchmark Mortgage, and Paschal Insurance and Real Estate. Okay, Coach. It was a tough loss last week, and man, this week it looks like it's going to be a another hard fought battle. No, exactly. Uh, anytime you play a, a great team like Mark uh, and you give them the ball five times with turnovers, uh, man, you put yourself behind the eight ball and it's tough to get out of there. Uh, and then this week, Gerald is is 2-0 and and they've beaten their opponents 110. They've outscored them 110-2. to So uh, their defense hasn't given up any points and, and their offense is scoring. So we've got to be ready and be able to stop their offense and, on the flip side, move the ball against their defense. What do you think your main concern is right now dealing with a, an offense like that that can put up big points? Yeah, you know, you know what we talk about is, is corralling their running back. Uh, he, he's a real good uh, runner and, and real fast, and, and we've got to stay away from, from giving up the big plays. And then their quarterback can throw it, too, so they both have – they got both a running game and a passing game, so so you really got to be ready on both ends of it defensively. Yeah, there's nothing like having a, a dual threat out there on the field. Most definitely, most definitely. You know, every, everybody's got to do their job, and uh, we got to tackle well and uh, be ready to go on Friday. Well, do you have a full slate this week? Everybody up to play? Uh, no, unfortunately, not. We we've, we've got a couple that are that are. Uh, out for uh, kind of quarantine. They may have had somebody in their family uh, get it. Right. And then uh, um, we've got John Whitesides out with a sprained ankle. So, uh, um, yeah, we're, we're a little bit a little bit low on, on being healthy for, or 100% healthy. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. 
And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Clayton Waco 2 and Waco is seeking passionate, ambitious candidates to join their team. Clayton Waco 2 is now hiring for the day shift Monday through Friday. Starting wage is $17 an hour plus weekly bonuses. Benefits include medical, dental, vision, paid parental leave, accident, hospital, and critical illness insurance. 401k with bonus, paid vacations, and holidays with life insurance for the whole family. Log on to Facebook.com slash Clayton Waco 2 to apply. That's Facebook.com slash Clayton Waco 2. Clayton Holmes, opening doors to a better life. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Rangers do win last or yesterday afternoon in the get out of town game by a final of eight to five. They're now fifty-one and eighty-eight. And uh, look, the, it, it, it's just fun to see this young group, and we have fun with it, you know. But it, it is fun to see this young group continue to progress and. And, you know, as we mentioned uh, from time to time, Ward, this organization is going to have to make some really tough decisions on how to proceed. And cause th- how many do you think they've looked at? Forty guys on the, on, the, on the big league roster? They've looked at a lot of players since uh, since the start of the season. They have, and I, I, I venture to say they're going to look at a lot more. But, again, as you pointed out, that's kind of where this team is, and they've got to figure out what they have in big league players. And, you know, they could spend time in Round Rock. They could spend time in Frisco, but that's not going to give them a true test. And if they're close enough that they feel like that they need to get a look at them, they're probably going to bring them up between now and the end of the season and, and, and at least get, the, get, get an idea of where they're at and that's not at all a bad thing, as we pointed out yesterday too, Tom. I I think it's it's more fun to watch these young guys scrap and fight and claw and and just try to figure out if they can make it in the bigs than to watch you know the same usual suspects roll out there that you know is probably gonna get hammered throughout the next twenty or thirty ball games. In the game yesterday, uh, Adolis Garcia, and, you know, look how this dude was absolutely on fire to begin the year, but uh, or not not to begin the year. He, he wasn't in a part of the Ranger organization to begin the year, but due to some injuries, they were able to bring him back and make him a part of the team. He was 0 for 5 yesterday. He's now hitting 243 on the season, but I still think he's a guy with some upside. Uh, then you have uh, DJ Peters. He went one for five in the ball game. The big stick belonged to Nathaniel Lowe. 
Lowe had uh, a three-for-five day with three runs scored, and he drove in a run, and he had an exciting triple. This is a guy that's really starting to figure things out at the plate, and you've seen him now put this thing together for, what, two or three weeks to where he's been pretty consistent, and, and that's what we're talking about. You don't need somebody that's a world beater uh, that, you know, has a really good week and then disappears into the bushes. You need a guy that can be consistent and get on base. You know, to me, it's better to have a guy that consistently gets on the base than to have a guy that can put it in the bleachers every now and then. I, You know, I, I understand you want a big bat in your lineup, and that's all well and good, but I still like the on-base percentage. It's just the old school in me, and I, I think you're the same way, Tom. No, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, I don't care if you walk, if you reach on an air. I don't care how you get to the first base. Just get to the first base. You know, that's the one thing they always talk about. You can't steal first. Uh, but you know what? You can do other things uh, to get. I, I'm a big believer: get on base and then make things happen. And and uh, and, and that's that's what uh, Nathaniel Lowe's kind of doing for this team in the middle of the lineup. And I I, I we I, I kind of joke when I say he's hitting 263 or 261 rather. But but you know what? A 261 average has you at the top of this ball club right now. So that's just kind of where they are. But Whoa. that is that is our our play of the game is is Nathaniel Lowe's triple. Peter starts and stops, and here's a liner over Walker down the right field line. That ball rolls all the way into the corner. Peters is at third. He's being waved home. Digging for third is low. Here's the throw. He slides. He's safe at third with an RBI triple, and the Rangers tie it at two. So the Rangers, uh, they get the they get the triple. They tie it. They go on and win it 8-5. to five. Uh, Leody Tavares also had a triple. He was one for five at the top of the order. Our stat of the day belongs to Leody Tavares, who turned 23 yesterday. Uh, he hit for a leadoff triple to open the fourth inning. Well, we are reaching when we get to this stat of the day. He is the first Ranger to triple on their birthday since Nelly Cruz did it July the 1st, 2011, versus the Marlins. But, uh, hey, look. Hey, thanks it's for our- bringing up Nelly. Appreciate it. You betcha. He may catch that ball in right field, big boy. Uh, it's that's our stat of the day. Come on, you got to catch that ball, don't you? Yes, please. I mean, it's hit right at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Catch the stinking ball. Mm. <sighs> stat of the day. That is our Ranger Roundup. Ranger Roundup this afternoon brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Man. They win the World Series if he catches Would you the stop ball. It? Don't you think? Stop. <laughs> Stop. They're, they're the world champions of the world. Oh. Ward, do you if, want me to cut his mic? If, oh, they, if, he, if he catches the stinking ball. Yes, we know. Oh, oh, oh. It, isn't it football season? Uh, it's a 455, five away from five. We're going to talk to Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald. We'll do that in just a couple of seconds. I do want to talk about Waco beef and pork processors. We want to talk about Mike Lansfield and all those fine folks over at Waco beef and pork processors. They got some new products. We've talked about them before. They got roast and steaks and some new steaks. They got the ground beef. They now have ground chicken in the in a one-pound package and ground turkey in a one-pound package. They've got the, your choice of dino ribs in, in single packs. And, of course, they've got uh, uh, Micha, which is, uh, I'm look, you're going to have to go to West to get the definition of that. But it, it, apparently it is outstanding stuff. They've also got smoked whole chickens all right there at uh, Waco Beef and Pork Processors. You know, I've, I, I, 
I love their sausages. I love their summer sausage. It's outstanding. But my favorite sausage in, in at Waco Beef and Pork Processors, I love their German sausage. You can fry it. You can boil it. You can do whatever you want, and it is going to be an outstanding meal. If you would like to check out their restaurant-quality steaks and their award-winning beef briskets and those mouth-watering pork short ribs and the hard-to-find long beef ribs, check out Waco Beef and Pork Processors. They're at 523 Precision Drive, and uh, here's what you do. If you've got a specific cut you want, give Mike a call and say, hey, look, can I have these by, oh, I don't know, Saturday, uh, Friday afternoon? Uh, You know, here it is. Thursday. It's probably, I don't know, it may happen, but if you give him a day or two, he'll cut those steaks or whatever, those pork chops to your specification. The phone number, once again, is 254-772-4669. The home for HolySmokedSausage.com. Check them out. You'll find all the great products there at HolySmokedSausage.com. We're talking about Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Baylor football lives here. It's the Bears 2021 home opener this Saturday from McLean Stadium, hosting Texas Southern. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show live from Touchdown Alley. 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Tigers. John, JJ, and Ricky have the call right here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. 
Twisted Root Burger Company in Waco, a come-as-you-are environment and a strange reverence to Chuck Norris, invite you to watch the Cowboys in Tampa Bay. Try our Burger of the Month, the Sloppy Q. Even their exotic meats like buffalo and wagyu. And don't forget their homemade custard shakes, cheese fries, and more. Happy hours, 2.07 p.m. to 6.07 p.m. every weekday with $1 off alcoholic beverages. Twisted Root Burger Company in Waco, located at 801 South 2nd Street. For more information, go to TwistedRootBurgerCo.com. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative, and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. All right, it is five o'clock or just after as uh, we uh, take you into hour two of the program, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And our 5 o'clock hour is a service of VersaLift Southwest, the time manufacturing company, currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Joined now uh, on the program by uh, Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald. Bryce, good afternoon. And, and first of all, are we going to have a different-looking Big 12 conference this time tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, pretty much a done deal at this point. The Big 12 presidents will get together tomorrow morning and, and probably put the rubber stamp on it. I think, uh, you know, all we're talking now is just about uh, the formality of it all. But, um, you know, give the Big 12 credit, uh, I guess, for, for finally getting <laughs> aggressive in, uh, in conference realignment and such. Uh, it took, you know, two of your flagship institutions leaving the conference for that to happen. But at the same time, I think with these four additions, and we're talking about UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, and BYU, um, you're talking about four, you know, schools that have really done a lot in football over the last 15 years, uh, and and then they have some other benefits as well, um, including, you know, there's a couple of pretty big cities in in this mix. Uh, in fact, uh, so John and I are, are doing a, a story. He's got a column coming out tomorrow just kind of about all of the realignment stuff. And, uh, and we sort of introduce all these four schools if, you know, if people don't already know them, but um, and, and one of the things that I thought was interesting was the size of each one's TV market. And I think I can do this off the top of my head. Uh, the DFW right now is 
the biggest uh, TV market in the Big 12. You know, obviously that's TCU. Uh, they're they're fifth, but Houston is the eighth. Um, Orlando is the 18th. Uh, Salt Lake City is 30th, and Cincinnati is 37th. So you're getting some decent sized TV markets and, and some states and some areas uh, where you haven't had a presence before. Right. So let me let me and, and I'm going to kind of kind of debate you here a little bit. Uh, we, we talk about the TV market in in in, in Houston, but isn't that really a and M's kind of kind of their their little world in in because does Houston really bring that to the table? I think that's a fair point. Um, Houston, you know, they've always had this reputation as more of a a commuter school. Uh, that said, give Houston credit. In the last again, probably fifteen to twenty years, they've upgraded their facilities. They've uh, made some strides in a lot of areas in a lot of different sports and obviously, you know, made the final four in men's basketball this past year. And that was, you know, that was a big moment. Uh, first time since five playing the JAMA. Uh, those were some lovely days, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Keem, Elijah Wan, Clyde Drexler, man, I'm, I'm reminiscent now, but uh, anyway, no, I, I'm with you. Houston doesn't necessarily dominate uh, that market, but you could say the same for TCU with D- the DFW market, and you could say the same. Uh, I, I hesitated to put Kansas and Kansas State in the KC market, uh, but I guess they are. I mean, uh, you know, certainly so, Kansas. Yeah, certainly Kansas. Certainly Kansas is certainly close enough to the KC market where uh, where they, you know, and. and their big sport is basketball. Let's face it. But um, so you're right uh, that that it doesn't necessarily mean you dominate that those markets uh, because you're bringing those schools. I think where it really helps you more is from a recruiting standpoint uh, because you know you're getting into some states where you know maybe you haven't necessarily had a big foothold before. When you look at their at these teams that they're adding, Bryce, it, it and I understand that the the television market and, and everything is is also going to be going into it. But is this sustainable enough to save this conference and remain a Power Five? Shoot, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest. Uh, I mean. <laughs> I, I've said it before. I said it in a column recently. Uh, this conference has been breaking up ever since it came together. <laughs> they're like uh, they're like Ross and Rachel on Friends, you know. I mean, are, That's awesome. Are, are they together? Are they not? <laughs> Hey, look! On this program today, we've had a Shawshank uh, uh, reference, and now, and now a Ross and Rachel reference. Friends, you gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Texas and Oklahoma are on a break. They're going their own way and doing their own thing. And, uh, as far as the long-term stability, I, I, like I said, uh, Ward, I don't know. But the Big 12 absolutely had to do something. 
And so now you've added four schools that have a pretty good, like I said, recent track record in football. And, you know, several of them have some uh, decent athletic programs across the board. BYU probably most prominently. I think they're the highest um, finishing Learfield Cup, you know, a school out of all of them, which ranks all the sports. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you're 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 adding uh, you're adding schools to try to um, stick together and keep this thing going. And will it happen? You know, ask me again in a year, five years. I don't know, <laughs> six months. <laughs> Right. Hey, visiting with Bryce, you know, Bryce, uh, fair or unfair, right or wrong, and that's a personal opinion, Bob Bowlesby caught a lot of grief about this, and particularly the, the seemingly lack of knowledge that Texas and OU are hanging a right in getting out of here. Uh, does this kind of clean that up, that, that he was able to, or I'm, not, I'm going to give him credit, I'm assuming it was he and, and you know, that was spearheading this, but does this kind of clean that up in your opinion? I think it probably gives him a stay of execution. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I agree with you that, you know, you, the, the term fairly or unfairly is a, is a good way to put it that you, that you said, because I think uh, a lot of people think it is fair that he that he's taken the brunt of all this criticism. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't take some criticism, but I actually have said for a while that I thought, um, there were a lot of factors that, that Bob couldn't really control that were out of his control. And, um, you know, the fact that he had the nerve to kind of, you know, stand up to Oklahoma and Texas uh, every once in a while, you know, that doesn't bother me. I mean, uh, I, I liked the comment that he made at Big 12 Media Days when he was asked about, you know, uh, the OU athletic director, Joe Castell, however you say his last name, Castell, Joni, I don't know. <laughs> I, I massacred that, but I just had to write the names and spell them, you know. But uh, We just call him Joe. About, yeah, there you go, OU Joe. Uh, <laughs> when he was asked about him and that OU Nebraska game and the, and the reason it wasn't a, you know, a, a night game, he said, look, we all signed the, the same TV contract, and – and I heard things after, you know, the Big 12 then sort of broke apart that, oh, well, you know, that that was the last straw for Oklahoma. Well, that's dumb, <laughs> you know. I mean, and I feel like there was a lot more that went into it for the Sooners and Longhorns than just, you know, relatively minor things like that. Bryce, does this now start getting more quiet after tomorrow if this all does go down like we expect it to, the four teams accepting it? Or now does it even start to get a little more questionable of, well, now how long are they going to stay? How long are they going to hang around? What are they going to do now? I mean, it, or is, is this going to kind of calm the waters at least for a little while to get through this football season? I think so. I think it'll, you know, it'll die down a little bit. We'll still have, you know, different news pegs that come out of all of this and, and things that happen and, you know, I think one of the big questions people are going to ask now is just whether uh, Texas and Oklahoma really will be in the Big 12 through 2025. Um, and here's what where they, these four teams, you know, maybe help you in that regard is 
so if you leave early, if you're OU in Texas, you've got to take that big financial penalty, right? Well, if the league had uh, split, you know, if we'd have seen Oklahoma State go to the Pac-12, if we'd have seen uh, other schools, you know, leave and go here and there, then OU in Texas would have been able to, to bolt without any penalty. Um, so I think this, again, buys you some time in that regard. Talking with Bryce Jerry, the Waco Trib. Hey, Bryce, let's switch gears real quick, talk a little high school football. And uh, the uh, West Blooming Grove game postponed, or canceled rather, but uh, uh, Coach Woodard was able to uh, secure a game on Saturday afternoon. And, and, and they're going to go down to, to Buda and Shelton Stadium and, and play Orange Grove. And it's just great that, that these guys are flexible and they're, and you know, it, this, because it is a fluid situation when it comes to. The, to COVID and your availability of you or your opponent. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, it's a remarkable to me how some of these schools have, you know, adjusted on the fly. Uh, La Vega is one that has done it several times within the last couple of seasons, including last week, where, you know, they had to change gears midstream mid middle of the week Conley game gets canceled and then obviously they uh, pick up Bishop Dunn and so now here you are on a Thursday and and you get uh you know the West Blooming Grove game canceled but you know West manages to to scramble and and uh anytime you're able to first of all adjust that fast and pick up a game is impressive enough uh, the fact that teams like La Vega went out and then, you know, won that game convincingly last week, 65 to nothing, um, that says a lot, too. I mean, and, it, and I think it speaks to what a lot of these coaches try to teach their teams is that, you know, it's, it's a lot of times about us, the way we execute, you know, and, and how we play the game rather than it is, uh, the opponent. That's not to say scouting reports don't matter and, you know, matchups and things like that. But at the same time, sometimes if you just go out and play, you know, your best, best brand of football, uh, you know, you can win. Yeah, I was talking to Don Hyde last week and brought that up. And he said, listen, over the last couple of years, if you're worried about game plans and scouting reports, you're not going to get a game played. So you, you just got to move on. So what are the key games that you guys are covering uh, this weekend? I guess maybe ask us tomorrow. We could have, you know, <laughs> we could have some, some new games on the schedule. Who knows? It's been a scramble thrill, you know. I mean, just, just like for you guys and for us and for the, these teams, it's like, oh, okay, well, let's Let's send this guy to this game instead. Uh, so John Werner will be over at China Spring at Brownwood. Uh, I feel like that should be a you know a pretty good game. Although I like the Cougars uh, in that game. Uh, we'll be at Lorena Gatesville. We'll be at the University Terrell game. We were planning to be at, in West tomorrow night and uh, changing gears a little bit uh, there. Um, and then uh, Midway, South Grand Prairie, we've got a guy up in the DFW area that's helping us out with that one. So, you know, we'll be all over the place, and I think we're even going to get a little volleyball covered tomorrow. How about that? Outstanding. And, again, uh, in tomorrow's paper, you, you uh, and John are going to address these uh, 
these new deals that are going on in the Big 12, right? Yeah, like I said, we'll, uh, we'll kind of talk about how they got to this point and then introduce those, you know, those four quote-unquote new guys. Obviously, we're familiar with uh, the Houston Cougars from the old Southwest Conference days. I think a lot of people know the Cougars, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of give a, a little bit of a roadmap for readers about just, you know, who all these teams are. All right, Bryce, man, we appreciate it. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, guys. Bryce Jerry, the Waco Tribune Herald. I look forward to that article tomorrow, Ward. I promise that'll be a good read uh, with uh, John and, and Bryce kind of going over the uh, the four new programs coming into the uh, the Big 12. All right, it is time for the Cowboy Update. And if you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro is a board-certified pain specialist. You can call Dr. Ali today. You can do so at 469-562-4188. Hey everyone, with the Game Day Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The Cowboys are in Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the defending Super Bowl champion Bucks tonight as the NFL kicks off the 2021 season. And Dak Prescott says all is right in his football universe. You'll hear from the Cowboys QB after this. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Tonight's a matchup made in primetime heaven as the Cowboys are in Tampa to take on the defending Super Bowl champs with Tom Brady leading the Bucks and Dak Prescott returning from injury to lead the Cowboys to what would be an upset win against the heavily favored champs. But according to Dak, this is the exact setup he wants. I love it the way it is. Night games, starting the season off. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want it any other way, to be honest. I love night games, love playing on primetime, so I mean, I think it's set for the perfect stage. Them coming off of the Super Bowl title, and obviously us having fans back to full capacity, this is what the, the NFL and the world needs. Kickoff tonight is 720 Central on NBC and, of course, here on Cowboys Radio. With the Cowboys in Tampa, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist and offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top.
You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lending. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for another very comfortable night with mostly clear skies. Low temperatures fall to 63 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow looking pretty good. 94 degrees. The high again looks great for high school football Friday night and Saturday mostly sunny with a high of 96. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. Big 12 presidents meet on Friday to officially invite BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and Central Florida to join the conference. BYU, the only school of the four to not yet take steps to accept the invitation. The NFL season starts tonight with the Cowboys facing the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas beginning at 6 o'clock. The Astros gave a game back in the American League West race, losing to Seattle 8-5. They host the Angels for a three-game series this weekend. The Rangers have won four straight after a sweep of the Diamondbacks 8-5 to yesterday. They finished their swing out west with three games against Oakland starting Friday. There's high school football tonight in Central Texas. Waco High hosts Colleen in a non-district battle, and the game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas starting at 6.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom Ward and Aaron. Ward and Aaron in the uh, Alan Samuel Studios, and yours truly here at uh, Waco ISD Stadium. We're coming up a little later on. It will be the Lions and the Clean Kangaroos. And, you will hear that game right here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning with a 6.30 pregame and then a uh, 7 o'clock kickoff. Uh, then uh, over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, as Lark mentioned on the Sports Center update, uh, 6 o'clock pregame and a 7.15 or a 7.20 kick. It's the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, Ward, this is one of those games. There's so many things. It's the very first game of the season for the NFL. 
It's the first game of the season for both the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. It's the defending world champions. It's arguably the most popular team in the National Football League in the Dallas Cowboys. It's Dak. It's, it, I mean, it's Tom Brady. There's so many storylines in this football game. There's a lot of storylines, you know, and the biggest thing is it, it's game number one. So everybody has aspirations. We're going to the Super Bowl, right? I mean, even Cowboy fans have that. As long as it's been, you know, most people that you talk to don't even remember the last time the Cowboys went to the Super Bowl. But that's what they're thinking when they all get together at whoever's house is having the party tonight or wherever they may be going to have dinner and, and watch the game tonight. That's what they're thinking. Hey, we're going to the Super Bowl. This is this is our year. This is our year. Now, look, some – and I'm not saying Cowboy fans. It may be Tampa – you know, you get brought down to earth a little bit tonight, whichever team comes out, you know, on the short end of the stick. But for right now, leading into it, there's a lot of excitement. Well, you make a great point. At 525 on Thursday afternoon, everybody in the National Football League is undefeated. That's exactly right. Everybody in the league is undefeated, and everybody in the league has the exact same opportunity to win the championship. Now, So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, slight as it might be, but, you know, and, and you make a great point, and, and, and so we'll see. Now, Dak Prescott, a lot made of Dak, you know, with the shoulder and, you know, and then, the, the, of course, the ankle, and, and, and you know, I, he needs to get some reps. He doesn't need to get – I mean, there's – it's just gone on and on and on. And, you know, the cool thing about tonight is we get to see <laughs> who was right, I guess. But one of the things that Dak Prescott talked about when he met with the media is – Hey, you know what? He's an underdog. He feels like he's always been an underdog, and he kind of likes that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's how, why my fire burns, to be honest. I've always been doubted, always uh, been considered, as you said, the underdog. Uh, from being the little brother to uh, now in the NFL, uh, people find ways to doubt me, and I just think it's fun, and I embrace those challenges. Uh, this is just uh, the one at the present time. So what are the challenges for him tonight, uh, Ward? I, for me, I think it's just to – just just play the game and go go get that first game under his belt. For me, it's the first hit. He's got to get that. And, you know, then things can start to uh, unfold for him. He can start unpacking everything and, and making himself at home. I, I, I want to see how he reacts to the first big sack and not necessarily a, a run where he's fighting for yardage like we talked about, but, you know, in that first big sack where he is completely smothered under, how does he react to that and how does he – come back the next play that's what i want to see from Dak. all right so it's the cowboys and the bucks and that will be on our sister station fox sports central texas with a 6 p.m broadcast time stay with us when we come back we're going to talk some big 12 football we're going to talk to brandon salise from red we'll do that next right here on espn central texas this is the baylor sports beat a daily look inside baylor athletics now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, two days and counting until Baylor football opens its home schedule. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor volleyball, another tough test on the road. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, 
We're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. We're two days away from Coach Dave Aranda and Baylor football playing their first game at McLean Stadium this season. The Bears hosting Texas Southern Saturday evening, a 6 p.m. kickoff on the banks of the Brazos for the Bears and the Tigers. We'll be on the air here on ESPN Central Texas at 2 p.m. Saturday, 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, then a 6 p.m. kickoff for Baylor and Texas Southern Television Saturday on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Meanwhile, Baylor Volleyball continues their rugged non-conference schedule. Baylor number nine in the nation, but off to a one and three start, headed to Florida to play the Gators tomorrow and Saturday. Here's Baylor Volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. Yeah, the focus get better today, and let's put together great days so we can be at our best come December, come November. Uh, definitely want to be um, connecting on all cylinders when we hit conference. And, and uh, you know, Big 12's looking good right now, too. So we got got a lot more good opponents ahead of us. But, yeah, focus does be good today. Tomorrow's got enough worries of its own. Uh, but we want to put together back-to-back great days uh, in the gym, whether we're playing matches or practice. Since any frustration? I mean, when you look up and you're one in three and... Uh, you, you know, I think I think it's hard not to get discouraged because because you have matches that you're right able to win win all of them in different points. As you know, or a couple swings from maybe it's quick sweep or uh, a lot of plays could change the course of the match in there. So probably not the frustration. I, like to me, frustration would be not knowing what to do next. Uh, to me, it's really clear, and we just we got to make sure we're training at a high level, which I still think we are. You know, getting Presenio used. To, to right side, getting Marika in her new position, used to it, getting Lauren Harrison and uh, Elise used to what their roles are. So it's just, these are things that take, take time. Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball, number nine in the nation, play two matches in Gainesville against Florida this weekend, 7 o'clock tomorrow evening Central Time, then 6 p.m. on Saturday from the O'Connell Center in Gainesville for Baylor Florida Volleyball. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The Waco High Coaches Show with Lyndon Helt is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life. What's your impression of this football team? Uh, you know, they're they're a team that, at least offensively, has a very explosive uh, run game. They've got some guys that can really be game breakers, uh, uh, quick, and and have some speed. So they get to that third level we've got to be very smart in regards to uh op- how how our angles pursuit angles uh are and 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 making sure we're sure tacklers in the open field uh you know defensively they they are all about being fundamentally sound within what they're trying to do so 
They don't give you a ton of looks, uh, but their kids know what they're doing within those looks. And so uh, we're going to have to execute and make sure we take what they're giving us uh, from an offensive standpoint uh, as well. Can you give us a key or a couple of keys to the football game? Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to stop their run game. I think there's no doubt defensively we're going to have to stop the run game. Uh, off, offensively, uh, we've got to be able to we've got to be able to protect and we've got to be able to move the line of scrimmage. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Hey, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry Law Firm. They're trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry's triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He's obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry Law Firm at swclaw.com. That's swclaw.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. The Labor Day sales event is going on now at Allen Samuels. With the all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L now arriving and in stock, this beautiful, rugged third-row seat carries the prestigious Jeep heritage. Come in today and see this all-new model and fall in love. Allen Samuels, located at 201 West Loop 340 in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements.
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with pay starting at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging at $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. An equal opportunity employer including disability and vet. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 536. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are less than an hour away from Waco High and Colleen here at Waco ISD Stadium. And again, we'll have the broadcast for you right here on ESPN Central Texas and on our sister station, uh, Fox Sports Central Texas at 6 o'clock. It'll be the Cowboys and Tampa Bay. We uh, we welcome into the program from RedRaiderSports.com, Brandon Salise. Brandon, good afternoon. Appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me. Talk a little bit about uh, Tyler Shuck and his, and his first start. What were your impressions of uh, of, uh, of Tyler? 17-24, 231, and more importantly, uh, no interceptions. Yeah, no interceptions and got it done on the ground game. Uh, juked out some defenders to get in the end zone there and just really rallied back. I mean, they basically go a whole quarter without seeing the ball. The defense really struggled to begin with. Everybody saw that, dug themselves a hole. And then the offense kind of gets rolling, you know, and you kind of get it back to a game. Your defense makes a play, and it's tied, and then you finally get a, you're finally able just to kind of keep rolling, and they don't let them score the rest of the second half or, you know, and hold them to 45 yards, 42 yards, whatever that was. And, um, you know, and then the transfer quarterback just settles in, trusts his guys, and uh, his receivers made some plays for him too. And then uh, adding in Taz Brooks uh, after Sir Roderick Thompson being out as the projected starter, kind of going by committee there. But I think Tyler really just kind of rallied the guys together and really uh, showed why he was voted a team captain coming in late and why he's the starting quarterback. With this defense being able to do what they did in the second half, does it feel like that they're starting to get the concept of what they're trying to accomplish defensively? I know it's got a long way to go, Brandon, but at least it looked like late in the ball game they were not lost as we've seen them before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And Colin Schooler, we met with him this week. He he made a good statement. He said they didn't change anything uh, schematically uh, out of the locker room. There wasn't a huge speech from the from the coaches. Besides, you just need to execute. And he said that's exactly what the only change they made was they were executing. They were they weren't missing assignments. They felt like in the first half they just weren't executing and they just really weren't uh, kind of just I guess maybe being where they needed to be at times, be a step off or whatever that may be. But uh, nothing changed schematically, and I think that just kind of gives you a little hope for the future with with, uh, with these guys and kind of shows the maturity and the experience they have just to come out and say, you know, we just didn't execute. We uh, we didn't change anything. Coaches didn't change anything. We just needed to make plays, and we saw them make those plays. So um, I think going forward, you really needed a win like this, and the next two should be, you know, some uh, pretty easy home games, uh, a lesser caliber opponent, and then you open up with, with Texas, which is going to be really exciting. You mentioned it, and I wanted to bring that up a little bit. Uh, you know, all summer, all fall, uh, Coach Wells has really, you know, been catching a lot of grief, and, and, and probably rightfully so. So d- does did, did the community kind of take a deep breath, maybe a step back after that nice win over Houston? For sure. I can tell you one thing. Our message board on Red Raider Sports uh, has been uh, pretty much pretty happy, and usually uh, that first half was really rough for everybody. And then, uh, you know, they kind of rallied there. And then 
now it's kind of like you said, it's kind of like a like you catch your breath a little bit and say, okay, they can come back in the second half. They can make those plays if they need to. You know, last year you saw they lost to Texas in a wild one that you should have won at home, and um, you you were able to come back. And usually the old Texas Tech, as a lot of people said this week, uh, they wouldn't have come back. They probably would have folded. You know, and uh, that that's just a, a step forward for this coaching staff and for this team just to be able to show that they, they have some fight and they can actually, you know, go out there and, and shut people down. Uh, and obviously only week one this early, like I mentioned, but uh, nonetheless, the the uh, community around Lubbock is really, really happy for that win. And actually, you know, we're looking forward to having DJ Diesel, which is Shaq, out on Saturday. He's going to be performing a little tailgate set. So um, it's going to be pretty wild here at the first home game, at least, and uh, Pac Jones, 18th Stadium again. So everybody's really uh, – really behind this team now and you know so we'll see once the conference play once once it really does come down to it uh, see who's there to, to support at the end brandon when you look at the offense still pretty pedestrian even though there's 38 points mm-hmm. as far as the stats go only 376 total yards of offense for an offense that you're used to seeing much more for but the concerning thing that third down efficiency only four of ten on third downs that has to get better for this offense to get where it wants to be doesn't it no, yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, I think I think a lot of people going into the season, you know, we're talking so much about this defense. We showed that first half just how bad uh, how bad things were, and at some points, you know, people were actually saying, "Oh, it's going to be typical Texas Tech," and um, the offense just really wasn't hidden, and it felt like you kind of just picked up from where where you were where you were the past two years, and uh, in that you know display of the first half. And then I think they really do kind of want to rely on that defense still, though, just because of that. They just want to put together, you know, two full halves of what we saw that second half, obviously. And if they're able to do that, they don't feel the need that they really need to go out there and score as many points. Uh, when it comes to third downs, though, I know they do want to keep the ball, obviously, out of the opponent's hands. And they really want to use that running back room because Cumbie came in here and he's told us, and I think David Eos might have said the same thing, you know, when they, when they arrived in Lubbock. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna air the ball out when they need to. They will, and when they want to, but they also do want to control the clock and kind of use that in their play and run the, you know, run the ball very well and get those uh, third downs. So I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, they would definitely hit that this week and probably, you know, the goal is to, you know, convert some of those third downs coming up this Saturday and getting a positive number on the, on the other end of things once things are said and done after this uh, week two game. Brandon, you mentioned the schedule, and we we talked about the Tech schedule earlier in the program. You got three winnable non-conference games to start the season, but then the the schedule makers didn't do you any favor when you uh, opened uh, conference play with two road games in in two tough places to go play. Yeah, for sure, and then that bye week doesn't come for a good minute, I believe. And, you know, around here everybody talks about, you know, bringing in, you know, Oklahoma because we don't have Oklahoma and Texas uh, at home in general speaking the same year. And just knowing what's going on with realignment, you know, you really want to go out and see those teams, and uh, you know, it's going to be hostile in in Austin. That's that's definitely going to be on the on the table, and I think that's going to say a lot about this team. If they can come out with a win there, I think the goal here, obviously, is go through, you know, and then you're just three wins away from being at least bowl eligible, which is what a lot of people were just asking for around here. If you can go out and get a win in Austin, you're setting your out yourself up pretty pretty nicely, and just kind of seeing around the league, you know, the Iowa State's. Uh, struggling with some teams and you know this you see kansas state do they, they get a comfortable win kansas barely squeaks by uh you, you're trying to see if this is just like week one everybody's kind of getting adjusted or you're actually gonna have a shot at, at making a little run here and i think you know two road games to start conference is going to be pretty uh pretty crucial to see this uh offense really start to click uh early 
What's it going to take to save Matt Wells in Lubbock? Is it going to take getting to a bowl game, or is anything less going to keep him there? Yeah, I think I think they're seeing you know the turnaround. I think what Matt Wells is, and you know, I'm not obviously working with Kirby Hoka and all this, and you know, seeing what they're talking about goal wise. But you know, you keep Cliff Kingsbury here six years, and you know, you make a couple of bowl games. You don't win either of them. Uh, I think he won his first one, and then after that, he lost the, the next two. And, you know, he was always uh, flirting with 6-6, six and 7-5. Six, you know, I think Matt Wells will be safe this year for 7-5 uh, and five record, 6-6 six and six probably. Uh, make it a little better, get that bowl win, you know. I think he'll be uh, pretty safe if he gets at least to that um, to that mark and just kind of give us a sign that, you know, th- things are turning around here. SF8's coming into town this weekend. What are you guys working on uh, on the on the site, RedRaidersSports.com? Oh, we have a lot of uh, a lot of insight. We, we one of the things we love to do is uh, reach out to fellow beat writers and reporters, and you know, get their word on the on the team that they cover. So SFA was on tap this week. Uh, we have our staff predictions; those are always a big hit here, and just uh, you know, a lot of game day features with this. Uh, you know, back to full capacity here in Lubbock and all the pregame stuff and. You know, starting to get all that stuff rolling out, so it's it's a it's a it's been fun so far. Still getting in the groove of things, but it's been it's been a lot of fun. Hey, uh, Brandon, we uh, we do appreciate the time. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. You too. Thank you. Have a great day. That is uh, Brandon Salise with RedRaiderSports.com. All right, Ward, uh, you're you're a Red Raider. You got the forty-one thirty-eight victory over Houston, but I I I. Uh, I detected a little sarcasm, maybe, in your voice when it came when it when it comes to the offense. You're, you're still not happy with the offensive production. Well, I, I think you could do a lot better. Four of ten on third down conversions is something that's not going to keep you in 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 some ball games that maybe you have to be able to finish the game. And so, moving the sticks are, is important. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's early, so let's give Sonny Cumbia a little bit of a a chance to put this whole thing together. First time out for his quarterback and, and him and his quarterback getting on the same page. I, I will say that they they played better on Saturday in the second half. First half was abysmal, but the first half, the second half was better than I saw them play all of last year. So, you know, but again, you got to look and see, you know, Houston threw four interceptions. Yeah. You got a lot of breaks in that ball game too that you – had to, I mean, had to take advantage of. Well, and, and you mentioned the four interceptions. Maybe they went and maybe they went and made those those opportunities for them. You know, uh, at the end of the day, they score thirty eight points. They win thirty eight twenty one. And and I said forty one thirty eight. I don't know where I got that, but thirty eight twenty one. They get the W. And and heck, at the when you go in when you, when when we talk about it at the end of the season. We're going to look back and go, did they beat Houston or did they not beat Houston? And the fact is, they beat Houston right. and, and got the W. So, we'll see. All right, uh, it is, uh, we're going to step aside right here. It's 546, 14 away from 6. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Mahea Coaches Show with Aaron Noel is brought to you by In Commons Bank. Well, Coach, it was an exciting Friday night for you and your team as you win 34-28 to over Troy and you went on the very last play of the game. Talk a little bit about this game and talk about that play that won it for you. Well, we were we were back and forth all night long. Uh, neither team could, could really get uh, breathing room, much less a comfortable lead. It was back and forth all night. And, uh, you know, 
we get the we get the ball late and are driving down and call a timeout with one second left to go out and kick a field goal and they ice the kicker they ice the kicker again because he still had all three timeouts and he calls it right before we snap it and uh, we end up snapping it and it looks like it's blocked and they've returned it the other way for a touchdown and uh, but you know he he burned his last timeout right there and. We just hadn't been very good protecting PAT. He put the first offense out and uh, designed the play was a pass. Never had a chance. Bad snap. And uh, our quarterback, Nate Burns, uses his legs to go find the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Black Cats. Wow, that's an amazing, amazing sequence of events right there for all it, that to it happen. Was, uh, it was wild, no doubt. That's a very, very nice victory for your team. And, uh, as you get ready for week three, you've got Navasota coming up, a uh, kind of a, a traditional state powerhouse. Uh, talk a little bit about the Rattlers and what they bring to the table. You know, uh, they've got a lot of kids back from last year's squad, so you know they've they've got a, a a season of experience under their belt, which you know never hurts anybody. Uh, they're explosive. They do a good job of, of trying to get their guys the ball in space and get out on the perimeter, and and you know they're very athletic. So, you know, they want to get on the edge and let those guys run and, and be able to find the ball in space and do things with it. So, you know, we've got to be really disciplined and not getting out leveraged and, and truly understanding our leverage on the football this week defensively. Um, you know, for Navasota on defense, they they got no problem bringing pressure early and often. So, you know, we've, we've got to make sure we're, we're sound in our protection. ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this 2021 football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at incommonsbank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po' boys, seafood, and alligator. And don't forget the boom-boom shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-Ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers.